Welcome to Victorious Living. Total victory comes when one fully obeys God's word. Carnal mind. You understand carnal. Carnal just means it's not, there's nothing spiritual about it. Carnally, carnal mind. And Paul, he writes, you know, uh, in, the, in the Roman letter, don't be carnal about the carnal mind. A carnal mind most often will rationalize God's word and the Holy Spirit. They, they will have reasons why the word doesn't work or they'll have reasons about the Holy Spirit, you know. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us four characteristics of total victory in Christ. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares four characteristics of total victory. You, you have a spirit. We have a spirit of our mind and you don't want to take that negative, but we, we have a thought pattern in our mind. We have the spirit of our mind. And when we fill our mind with the word of God, then the spirit of God's word begins to embrace itself in our thinking so that we speak in unity with the word or the spirit of the word of God. That means I get in agreement with it. That means if any two of you, if any two of you agree, well, I'm one. You're one. God is one. So if any two of you agree is touching anything that you ask, you shall have and so forth. So me and God make two. And if I, that simply means that God, God's not going to get out of disagreement with himself, but I could get out of disagreement with God. So I've got to hook together with my agreement and with God so that God then has a way to bring total victory to my life in whatever area that I need. So we want to disband. I don't think any of you here tonight, but I don't, you don't know what people think. I, I'm not, I don't, you know, we're not talking about mind reading things, but that's why it's so important to meditate the word. And so here is something that is anti. I don't have time. That is anti to the spirit of Christ or God toward the word of God. I don't have time to do that. It's against that. It's anti. Well, okay. What is it that you have time for? Well, you know, we can go through the, the litany and, of the, and the numerous reasons why we don't have time. Is it? But most of the time it's simply because we don't make time. You know, I've said this often. We make time in what we want to have time for. You know, we, we do that, you know. In fact, we'll even leave something off in order to do something we want to do. And so we can then, you know, make that statement. I don't have time. That's, that, is, that is a statement that satisfies the flesh. That is a statement that, that satisfies the carnal part of us. Now don't misunderstand me. There's people that have to work on church 
times and even on Sundays anymore. I understand that. But yet there is there are seven days in a week, not seven Sundays in a week, but there are seven days in, in a week. And so what am I doing? I got to go to work. You got to you got to do there's there's things you have to do where your home is concerned. And so when that becomes the spirit of your mind, I have got to clean my house. I don't have time to go to church. That's anti somebody or something. <laughs> it's, it's, it's anti something or some, somebody. So those little things like that creep out of our mouth, comes out of our mouth. And we will be judged by every word that, that, uh, that comes out of our mouth. And so never stopping to realize, maybe not uh, realizing that when we make statements that are against, that's not what we would think against God or make statements to the truth of the veracity of God's word or I don't have time for God's word. I don't have time to read it. That is anti or against. I don't mean a person's a bad person. They're not bank robbers and they're not the people, you know, like that. They're not drug addicts or whatever. It's just simply a spirit that gets a hold of a person's mind. I don't have time. Now, you see, I've talked to some people through the years that said that they don't have time. And so... You know, it's, it's, you have to be careful who you quiz on this because every person don't take it. Just uh, okay, you didn't have time. What did you do? Just what did you do yesterday, last night, today, whatever? Just what is it that you did with the time that you didn't have time to come or to be or to pray or to read the word? Well, I just sat down in my chair and I rested. So you can see, you can see it's easy to say something out of your mouth and not realize that it is opposed to God. But if I ask you, how many of you in here tonight are opposed to God? Nobody. I hope, I hope nobody, I hope nobody would raise their hand. But we make statements that we don't realize we're making that, it, that are opposed to God. God. And so you have to be careful. When I say careful, watchful, better word. You have to be very watchful and alert about just what it is you're saying. Well, you know, it just looks like God's not doing doing much for me. Well, I believe God for this, but I don't see nothing, you know, that's coming my way. You know, we, we, we're asking God sometimes for something, but all the while putting a roadblock up to him. You know, road out of order type thing. So we're putting up a, a resistance to God and his word through what we're saying. So how important every word of God. It is the word of life. My son, attend to my word. Incline your ear to my saying. Let, let my words not depart from your mouth. Why? Because those words are what? They are life to those who find them. Well, I'm just bored when I'm reading it. See, there's life in what we read. 
So there again, I'm not saying that, that you said that, but I'm, I have talked to people who said, well, it's just boring for me to sit down and read the word. That is anti, isn't it? it, it it's anti, it's opposed. And so then they fall back on, well, I'm a Christian and I'm a believer. And so I, I ask them a question. I've made some folks upset with me about, well, what is it that you believe? And they stutter around a little, little bit and come, they come across then these things that we believe. So I say, well, how often do you do that? And they want to end the conversation. You know, they don't want to talk anymore. They want to end that conversation because they know that they are not doing what is necessary to be done to bring the total victory in its completion to our lives. And so it'd be good if, you know, if God would just, you know, pour it on us. <laughs> We'd like that. Would we? Number two, total victory comes when one fully obeys God's word. Total victory comes when one fully obeys God's word. Now, this thing, a carnal mind, you understand carnal. Carnal just means it's not, there's nothing spiritual about it. Carnally, carnal mind. And Paul, he writes, you know, uh, in, the, in the Roman letter, don't be carnal about the carnal mind. A carnal mind most often will rationalize God's word and the Holy Spirit. They, they will have reasons why the word doesn't work or they'll have reasons about the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, in, in some form or fashion, perhaps. So a carnal mind most often will rationalize God's word and the Holy Spirit. Well, I prayed and asked God for it and didn't get it. It must not have been his will. That's about as carnal as <laughs> you can get. I, I asked God for something. I prayed, I prayed for something and I asked God for something, but I didn't get it. That comes out of a carnal, ration, uh, unrational, or irrational, whatever the, how you pronounce that word. It came out of a carnal thinking. And Paul said, we're not to be carnal minded. And so we see then, well, I'm not carnal, I'm spiritual. But all the while you hear those things coming out of people's mouth. But yet you see, they do believe that they're being spiritual. And of course they're not. And then wondering how come does the total victory not come to my life? And there's always a reason. Well, you know, God knows what's good for me. And he sees right, you know, he, he sees that blessing would cause me to go astray. And or some word to, to some effect like, the, like that. And God does not give you his word to lead you astray. He doesn't give you his word to make you carnal. He gives you his word to give you life. He uses his word to cause us to be spiritually minded so that we don't speak words that are against God, anti-God. We don't want to do that. Obviously, we do not want to do that. So total victory cannot come when there is disharmony with the scripture in one's life. And so we, we want to think sometimes we, I'm not talking necessarily, I don't know who I'm talking about. I could be talking about myself. 
And when we kind of come to the place that we feel like, well, I don't need to come to church. I can just turn on my television. I can just, <laughs> you know, but I love you. Uh, I could, I could just turn on, uh, get it, my, turn on Facebook. I could turn on my internet or whatever. I can turn on that and just watch it while I'm sitting here eating popcorn, drinking a Pepsi Cola. Well, you could do that. But obviously, you, a person couldn't get, it is what God has placed in that when he said, what? Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. So you, this group in here has not forsaken it. So there's something you can get here tonight. Uh, you know, you, you may get it as God just speaks it in your spirit while you're thinking about what, what, what's being said or whatever, but you can get it tonight. So there must be something that I can get through assembling together with the saints of God at, at the pro- appropriate and proper times in my life. And so the total victory comes when, when one, when a person fully obeys God's word and a carnal mind often will rationalize God's word and the Holy Spirit. So to rationalize, what is it? To, what does it mean to rationalize? It means to ascribe one's actions to cause, the, to cause uh, what seems reasonable but does not reflect the spirit of truth. It's our hope that today's message... Four Characteristics of Total Victory in Christ has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 28. Today's offer number is 28. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.